0: Tonight, I come to you with a pledge to change America's policy. Atrocity and terror are not political weapons. And to those who would use them, your day is
1: over. In a speech tonight in Moscow, the president issued a direct challenge to terrorist nations around the world. But the question remains,
0: what are the risks involved in such a bold policy initiative? They hated your speech, didn't they?
1: We're afraid we won't have the guts to back it up. Air Force One clear for takeoff. Thank you for your hospitality, Moscow.
0: Force Get one with emergency. Call. Where's my family? The president's plane, Air Force One, has been hijacked. What do they want? They want General Raddock released from prison. I will execute the hostage every half an hour. What are our airborne scenarios? Toronto airborne scenarios. My husband will not negotiate. His wife, his daughter, I think he'll negotiate. How the hell did this happen? How the hell did they get Air Force One? Your national security advisor has been executed. He just bought you another half hour. Sir, your parachute. I'm not leaving without my family. You know who I am? I'm the President of the United States isn't making this decision as a president, he's making it as a husband and a father. Oh, yeah. Go! Let's not forget this president is a Medal of Honor winner. He knows how to fight. He has no right to take chances with his life. We cannot give in to their demands. You've got a job to do. It makes me so proud, Mr. President, that you stuck with us.
1: You know your father, he has also killed.
0: You're nothing like my father. We're tracking six MIGs. I'm sending in our F-15s to protect you. She said MIGs. In a war, people die. The president is up there with a gun to his head. I'll do anything to save my family. Don't ask me for something I can't give. Sir, we got one on your trails! You could finish this with one phone call. No. This first. World.
1: Just in case the president wants to drive his car up into it. (laughs) And then, like, Mountain Dew style, like, drive his car out of the back of Air Force One while drinking Mountain Dew. (laughs) Doing it country cool, (laughs) Mountain Dew. Short people are just
0: the same.
1: Just cracked open a fresh can of podcasts. Oh, baby. I like how you cold start me every time. That's the only way to go. (laughs) Just Uh, hit record. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Get excited. Here we go. Let's ruin our childhood. We're back. Mm, Once again, episode, I just looked it up, number 75. (laughs) Oh, my God. What's wrong with us? Uh, There's just millions of hours of us talking about Mostly the same stuff over and over again. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm Tolma McGrain. Now I'm Alex Carter. And he already said it. This is Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Um, Yeah. We did uh, Air Force One. Might as well mention that off the bat. In case you didn't already know. Yeah, which you do. You do, indeed. Uh, Directed by Wolfgang Peterson. 1997, this is a kind of an old, I mean, it's an old movie. It's 23 years old. Yeah. That's weird. We weren't that young when it came out. No, this isn't like a child. This isn't, I was, what, 21? Yeah, I was 16. Our childhood was behind us. We, this Well, I was still, you know. Nah, it's not true. like I had gotten laid or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you were still but a boy. <laughs> yeah. In 1997. Uh, um. This is a movie that everyone owned on DVD. Yeah. I think it's maybe one of the biggest DVDs ever. This is one that you could buy pre-rented from Blockbuster for like six bucks. You're like, well, I might as well just buy it. Yeah. This and SWAT. SWAT? Really? <laughs> that one was always for sale. Forever. pre Previewed DVD. Ah. Yeah, but everyone did own this. I own it. That's how I watched it. I got the letterbox version, bro. Oh, man. Well, I might, you could flip the side yeah. on mine. Which is, I'm always like, do you put which side do you put up? I never know. But you put the side you want up. Oh. I used to think it read from the bottom, but I think it reads from the top. Actually, maybe it does read from the bottom. They just put it on the top. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not sure where the laser is situated. I've owned this movie for, let's see, I bet... Nineteen years. <laughs> you know how many, how, many time, how many times you watched it? I think this might be the second time. <laughs> you just couldn't pass up that deal at Blockbuster. No. And I'd, I, like it. I liked it tonight, but it's not one that I'm like busting out to uh, no. to watch. I haven't seen this one on TV or anything in a minute. Like no. I have not. I realized watching it today. I have not seen it in quite some time. This is one. If I caught on a premium channel, I would be like, oh yeah, and I would watch it. Right. I dug it. I mean, it wasn't. It's Die Hard on a plane with the president. It really is. It really is. And I, I haven't seen this in so long. And then watching it now, pretty closely, to when I watched Die Hard for the first time in a while, it's like, man, this is like, this is ridiculous. How much of a fucking ripoff this is. Yeah. Like it felt the same. Yes. It looked the same in a lot of ways. Yeah. Except for you have Harrison Ford instead of Bruce Willis. Harrison That's Ford has such a he has such a a jerky way of moving. <laughs> And throwing his punches. Yeah, I said Ford punch several times in my notes. Yep, there are lots of Ford punches in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's a slow. He really follows through too (laughs) with his whole body. He sells it with his shoulder. Yeah. Yep. Up and over the top. (laughs) Um, All right. I think I remember. I don't. I don't remember. I know I saw this in theaters. I don't remember where exactly. It's a fuzzy memory. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I saw it in theaters as well. But this was a huge movie when it came out because we were in the height of. Post Die Hard, where everyone was, this is like the final Die Hard ripoff after yeah. Speed and yep. Speed on a Boat. And yep, all the well others Die Hard on a Boat also spe- Under Siege well, yeah, and right. Speed Two. Speed Two was <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Siege, also Die Hard on a Boat. <laughs> under Siege was the first Die Hard movie we watched actually. Yeah, that was it was quite a while ago. Yeah, what year did that come out? Um, I don't know. After Die Hard, probably eighty nine, ninety. Yeah. Go back and listen to that one, guys. That was a good one. Uh but yeah, this was the last one in a in a long series of loner hero in a set piece. Yes. In a situation uh, right. Yeah. Where he's the only one that can do anything. Yep. And he's a well, I guess you couldn't say that you wouldn't say the president is an average guy, but you would say he has average you would expect him to have like average. Guy, he's not—he's not a SWAT guy. Yeah. he's not a yeah. SEAL team dude. Right. How would you put Harrison Ford's die-hard guy up against the other ones? How would you rate him? I dug him because I—I um, like Harrison Ford. I do find him. Uh, I mean, compared to Steven Seagal and Keanu Reeves and Bruce Willis and right, who all else? I don't know. I like him. He was up there. He did a good job. He did. He v- was very Harrison 40. Yeah, this was like the height of Harrison, like 97. Like he was probably the biggest movie star yeah. on earth at He that was point. not not real jokey in this movie. Not this at movie all. This movie actually takes, part of what I dig about it is that it takes itself pretty seriously. A very serious. And I was story. like, damn, they are murdering some motherfuckers like crazy. Yeah, they go for it. Yeah. And it's rated R and I don't think there's one F-bomb in it. Harrison Ford petitioned for them to make it PG thirteen. They're like, no, dude. Yeah, I mean, they shot so many pe- so many people die in this movie. Right, they'd have to make it like imply yeah, yeah. people getting I re- shot. I don't remember a swear word in it. He just wanted it to make more money. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I don't want this movie to make more money. <laughs> Speak uh, up, Mister Harrison. Oh, wow. <laughs> that guy needs to like wake up. Yeah, the guy that he directed was very this- flat in this movie. Like, no, there was not very much charismatic harrison ford like no, no han solo or indiana jones that's kind of what i is hard ass that's what this movie takes itself more seriously than you ex- would expect it to yes and having not seen it in a long time i was like damn this movie is hardcore i forgot yeah i agree uh the guy that directed this wolfgang peterson he made uh, das, boot, das boot which is like a classic submarine movie Did you ever see that movie i have it's been a long time it's I uh it's funny that. that he's made he made a movie that took place in a submarine and then another big old movie that took place in a big ass plane. That's true. Uh he also made never ending story. Which Classic. is pretty weird. That is very weird. Which is actually considered a foreign film because he made it. Where's he from? He's from Germany. Germany. Das, das Boot is in German. Ah right. It means the boot. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Das Boot, <laughs> and the guy from Das Boot plays uh, the dictator guy in in this movie. The captain of Das Boot, oh okay, is erratic. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything uh, special to say? Um, to have a, anything exciting? No, I think we're. I think we covered covered all the pre- preliminaries. This made a shitload of money. Yeah, I think three hundred fifty million. Yeah, worldwide. It's weird they never made Air Force Two, you know? Right, but what are you going to do? Like, the president's at it again? I don't know. They made, (laughs) how many of those, like, the, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Angel has fallen. Yeah, but they're all different. Olympus has fallen. Yeah, one is like, I guess you're right. They did. So, Air Force Two, that would be, that would mean it's the vice president's plane. That's how the numbers go. Right. So, who would his vice president be (laughs) in Air Force Two? At the time, well, it was already. What if it, what if they made it with Glenn Close? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes, they, they Sigourney Weaver, Glenn yes! Close. Yes, that is a great idea. <laughs> oh, good call. Yes, because Glenn Close plays plays his vice president yeah. very well, and everyone's great in this movie. Yeah, yeah, air, yeah. Gary Oldman, especially. Goddamn. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So yes, if there was a uh, Air Force Two, it would been. Glenn, air force two bennett and then glenn close whipping ass on an airplane yeah yeah i'd pay to see that <laughs> all right all right Let's put on our diving gear all right well uh i am sober this week so congratulations thank you you're the, doing great good uh the end of the podcast will probably be less crazy than normal so <laughs> good good for you guys or bad whatever if you if you always listen to this <laughs> you might be like ah <laughs> <laughs> um open up to some parachuters dropping down there's some uh hokey close ups of these parachuters yeah some special of the special forces, effects guys yeah um, and they're landing on like a, a foreign building and as they're landing they're sniping out the guards on top of this building yeah, so which, you're like oh shit badass yeah, missions going yeah on. but i feel like that would be pretty difficult to do if you were dro- you know hook, hooked up to Dropping, a parachute yeah that's a pretty pretty difficult they're, shot they're I not mean, moving but you are right. that would be uh pretty tough i think uh don't worry they got it they're they're badass they're on top of it no there's not a lot of missing in this movie unless you're shooting at important characters (laughs) that's true (laughs) and there's a lot of blood splatter and all kinds of stuff um they put some explosives on that there roof they go in they they kidnap a guy um shooting people as they go they're shooting lots of (laughs) security guards (laughs) as they go yep they go into the dude's bedroom, put a rope around his neck, and drag him out of there. Shooting people as they go out. Yep. Uh, they get out. They get to the chopper. They're still being shot at and still shooting people. Communi- they, they communicate. They communicate their base. They're like, "We got him." Like they're yep. extracting some dude, basically. And they fly him out of there. And as they're flying away, they blow up the roof of the building. Wow. Which seemed kind of. I was like, "What was? Why'd you do that?" That's a i i'm no uh, i'm no military tactician. But I guess if the plan is to go in, extract a dude, get him in the chopper and get out, taking the time to line a bunch of explosives on a roof where maybe no one even is at that point, no one was that was alive, and just blowing the top off of it, I don't know. It seemed a little, like, (laughs) like, yeah, we just need an explosion here. But 1997, you're like, whoa. Yeah. It also seems like it would draw, I mean, I guess you couldn't draw much more attention than you were already drawing with the helicopter and the gunshots and stuff, but- Adding a bunch of flames to the dictator's house. Right. Be like, hmm, what's going on up there? (coughs) He is, uh, turns out the guy is, uh, his last name is Radek, Ivan Raddick. He's the dictator of Kazakhstan. Right. Which I thought was hilarious. I did too. I'm like, that's who the villain of the movie is? Borat doesn't come out for another, what, (laughs) four or five years? But he's like the temporary... He he put himself in charge because we find out later that what he's really interested in is Russia, right? Very nice, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is probably the, the the I would say Borat's the number one movie that uses Kazakhstan, and this is probably number two. What well, I bet this made more money than Borat did. Ooh, this made about three hundred fifty million. Borat made. Probably is gonna give that a run for its money. Let's it probably, but but American comedies don't make a lot of money outside. Yeah, of but the that country. movie was a fucking it phenomenon. was a, a banger. Yeah. All right, so that came out in two thousand six. That came out <laughs> nine years after this. So uh, Kazakhstan got a break. Borat made oh made one hundred twenty eight million. So, but a comedy. Well, making- worldwide two sixty two. That, see, that's crazy for comedy though. Yeah. Budget 18. Holy shit. <laughs> so, okay, so right. So box office wise, this is Kazakhstan number one movie. Yep. Um after this extraction, cut to uh like a like a fancy dinner where they're there to congratulate the president. Yeah, it's like a the Russian president Head of heads of state dinner yeah. somewhere in Russia. Well, in Moscow, I think it yeah. says. You, the Russian president is congratulating uh, the U- U.S. president because this was a joint operation, yep. supposedly. Uh, and after he gets congratulated, Harrison Ford gives gets up there and gives a very humble speech. He's like, "Yeah, bad things are happening. Like, we didn't do anything until we had to, until our national security." was threatened. He says he mentions that that dude has murdered 200,000 people including right. including women and children. Uh, it was c- very clearly not the speech he was going to give because all of his underlings were like, "What's he doing?" "What?" Yeah. That's not the speech we wrote. What? Uh he will not allow political self-interest to deter them from what is right. And he says, "Now the bad guys, whatever, it's your turn to be afraid. It's your turn to be afraid." <laughs> that's pretty good all right that's pretty good hey thanks um leaving did you have any problems here sometimes like when i'm if i'm just going through it i'm like i didn't see anything i didn't have any issues right yeah (laughs) i mean it was what it was right uh it's funny though this all takes place at a time where like it was plausible that Russia and America could be working together in a trustworthy way, right? Like right after the Soviet Union fell, and it's like, yep. oh, Russia's going to be okay now. And then a couple of years later, it's like, whoops, nope, not <laughs> never mind, not so much. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so if you can believe kids, at one point, Russia and America were working to <laughs> to kill the <laughs> king of Kazakhstan. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it didn't last very long. Uh, Now they're going to go, we cut to Air Force One, and we see people getting on, whatever. Huh, huh. And then- uh, and Like, there it is. It's Air Force One. Yep. Whoa. And the music is very patriotic throughout the uh, whole movie. Like, over like- I read
0: like,
1: that they had Randy Newman make the um, music for this originally. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I. That was my you reaction. You got a president in yep, me. Do, brum, 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 plan piano. You getting do, the plan. on the plane. <laughs> so apparently, he made a finished score for this movie, huh. and old Wolfgang was like, "What? What are you talking about? No." <laughs> yeah. And so he ditched it, and Mealy had to bring this other guy in that ended up doing this, like Jerry Goldsmith. Minute. Yes, he brought him in last minute, and then he brought a guy in to basically help him. Just get it done in time and they okay. both were very not pleased with the results, but I thought it was fine. It was very it fit the movie perfectly. Yeah, I don't know what would have it wouldn't have I don't know what would have been better. Yeah. And certainly not Randy Newman's Mr. Priz, get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you see people getting on the plane and uh there's a crew of some uh Russian fellas. And as soon as you see him, you go, uh-oh, Gary Oldman, <laughs> that's never good. Right. Because <laughs> generally in movies, it is not. I looked up, I thought this, might, um, I couldn't remember if this was his first big movie, but it wasn't. It was um, Fifth Element came out a couple years before this. Was that his first big movie? Uh-huh. Oh, He's weird. in a couple little things, but yeah. Fifth He's Element. in, uh, what the fuck is that movie called? Quentin Tarantino, the movie he wrote. Playing Drexel. Uh, True, Ro- True Romance. Yes. Thank you. Playing with his yeah, he's Jamaican accent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, that was before this. Had to have been, right? Mm, I would think so. Yeah, think. because this is a Pulp Fiction came out. Yeah. For sure. Because cause True Ro- Romance came out before Tarantino ever directed anything. Because Tony Scott directed True Romance. <laughs> mm. <laughs> How about that? can couldn't remember yeah. what the movie was called. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely did. But that was not a big part. Oh, yeah, no, he had been in, I'm sorry, I, I skipped a whole part of things he was in. Yeah, no, so he goes, Fifth Element was in 97. I, I'm i sorry, people are probably very upset. We watched one of his earlier movies, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, I didn't scroll far enough, apparently. JFK he was in, he was Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've never seen JFK. It took me a long time to finally get around to watching the whole thing, but yeah. Oliver Stone, good it's a whole Good movie. Question. It's a whole movie about a conspiracy theory that isn't true, though, right? Yes. I mean, I basically heard the second gunman thing completely debunked. I have as well. Uh, yeah. Ninety-three true romance came out in nineteen ninety-three. Okay, so yeah, I'm full of shit. I'm spreading fake news on here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, One of his uh, underlings, his secretaries, whatever, I think the uh, national security advisor, is like, uh, if you're going to make a major policy departure, you might want to discuss it with your national security advisor first, which I wrote down only because I found funny, because our current president makes policy by tweeting it. (laughs) Right. Or he just says it while people are standing next to him. It's like, you're in charge now. And everyone's like, did you know that? (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) One way to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the uh, Russian guys, including Gary Oldman, are gonna get on the plane, and she's like, "Well, we gotta we gotta check your. We're stuff Russian media, again. yeah." And they look nervous, but they got all their credench- credentials. Got their credentials in. Mm-hmm. They're all credentialed. And they get on, and this nice lady's like, "Hey, here's this and that. You get ten minutes with the president. Blah blah blah." Uh, would you like a quick tour of the plane? It's like, oh, hello. yes. It'll be very <laughs> nice. Uh, and they take a tour. I don't know. And she explains that, which is foreshadowing. And you're like, oh, good thing they said this. Because otherwise you'd be like, this movie doesn't make any sense. Right. The plane is bullet resistant and can also resist a nucle- the blast from a, a nuclear, uh, you know, explosion. <laughs> you make it i wonder how do you it, can, it says true. it says it can resist the pulse from a blast from a nuclear explosion so it, it couldn't be in a nuclear explosion but <laughs> right near one adjacent could take a missile wink <laughs> 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 um, the president doesn't want the football score he's he's finally on the plane and everybody's trying to tell him what the score of the football game is. Mm-hmm. It's a real, it's funny. He isn't funny at all in this. Not even one second. No, not even once. There's no like joke to let this let the air out a little bit. Yeah. At no point, he's all business. He's in a few movies where he's like that. I guess you would think to Indiana Jones, but in no, there's Han, in Han Solo. Of- but he's dead serious in a lot of movies. Yeah. Which is cool to see somebody that can be you know both funny and serious. He's mostly serious. I see. It seems like you think he's more serious, yeah. But he's got he's stern in a humorous way sometimes. But you've never seen him in like a Fairley Brothers movie. No, that is very true. Or mm, is there some terrible example of a Harrison Ford movie? Harrison Ford straight up comedy. Did he ever star with a dog in a movie? Wait, he (laughs) just did. Oh God! Yeah, I call the that, wild. that movie ate shit. Yeah, it weird. Did. The CGI dog didn't work. Yeah, as we, I mean, we, we called it. Like, were we talking about that last week? Yeah, yeah. We totally called that one. Why the hell? It's gonna lose fifty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, movie is. Whoops. Yeah. Maybe just train a fucking German Shepherd and, you know, do a little forced perspective on it so it looks way bigger or something, huh? No. Okay. Oh, uh, why I just didn't make. You know, the one of the few animals that can easily be trained, and you could have multiple of the animal that right. look very similar Right, that people could buy. You could have, we, this is our pulling animal, this is our doing the close-ups animal, this is our... Right. And it'd probably be cheaper than making it CGI the whole movie. I would have to think so. I, I would think the 50000000 million they're about to lose, they could have just lopped off... With a real fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? I do indeed. He was in Hollywood Homicide. What movie was that? That was with Josh Hartnett. Oh, yeah. Is that a. Had his earring in in that one. Oh, earring in in the movie. Yeah. Man, that dude is like, I'm getting the earring, and then that's it. Like, he has (laughs) kept the earring forever. Yeah. He still brandishes that earring. He's like 70 something years old. It's weird. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe have that's it. where he gets his superpower, his acting powers from. <laughs> is he a good actor, or does he just? I mean, if yeah, he is. He's uh, he's in a lot of cool movies. I know what you're saying though. He stays it, in a range. Yeah, he's not. He's not like a Tom. Cruise. Get off my plane! Like, you've never seen him seen him singing and dancing, or acting like a a weird character, or like truly emote. Right? He just yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, his daughter is on the plane. His wife is on the plane. Uh, my of note- course. Hey, guess what? Is just make sure you know, his wife and kid are on the plane with him. And he just so you know, and they have a very wonderful relationship, yes. and they all love each other very much. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is established. One hundred percent. William H. Macy is on the plane some kind of secretary he's a military it's weird to see him if you've watched um uh shameless at all because right then you see young william h macy you're like oh look how clean cut nice and young he looks which is funny about shameless because originally you see shameless and you're like what fucking weirdo version of william h macy is this i know right yeah but now you after you I mean if you watch that show has like what 10 se- 11 yeah. seasons now after you've gone in that far you're you just see him as frank now that's funny so it's weird to see him it's like oh yeah he's a he's a sweet young guy he's not blowing dudes for heroin or whatever right he's also in other i mean like aside from like this in a lot of movies he's like just goofy white guy yes affable yeah 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 doing the wrong thing in fargo but still straight up the goofy. oh man i did finally watch that last year Oh, you hadn't seen it. Mm-mm. Real good, real, real good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get established. William H. Macy's there, wife and kids are there, and then it kind of gets right into it. One of the Secret Service guys is a is a turncoat. He's a traitor. Yeah, and they never give any sort of explanation. Not even a, not even a flashback to Harrison Ford slapping him in the face when he was a kid. Or something? Nothing. Not Nothing. a single thing, including at the end. Not. But he's like, he's like, I'll be there for the next president too, and it's like, you're gonna keep this job. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's your plan? Like you're gonna start murdering presidents? Yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah. And we never get to know. Yeah. But yeah, he's. I had to rewind. I'm like, wait, did I just miss something? Because this seems like this is the ter- this is the important this is the key to everything yeah i'm like i guess not yet we'll find out later no <laughs> nope <laughs> nothing and you're like there's no this isn't a money job right it didn't turn into be like a diehard style heist yeah this is a fully political thing right. where they're all risking their lives and they're willing to die but this they guy's like say that this guy's like yeah but i just want to murder presidents <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be my first one <laughs> yeah. and then i'm ready to be ready for the next one yeah so he kills uh, three dudes real quick, smokes them out, and I was like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" Right, gets the old he, he, he yeah, gets the silencer gun out. So like this whole part we've just described so far it's just basically like showing off Air Force One. And you're like, "Oh mm-hmm. look, there's couches. Oh look, the president has a desk. The most advanced. You could run the whole country from right. this plane. And, blah blah blah. I can remember watching this and being like, "Wow, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, so he's walking through the fucking middle of the airplane." Greases three dudes with his silencer gun yep. pew, pew, pew. and drops a little smoke bomb. Yeah. Well, no. Then he goes to another a, oh, yeah, a movie that's cliche right. that's that right. we saw in Con Air recently. Yeah. The unnecessary cache of weapons. Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Enormous arsenal that's being <laughs> yes. stored in a fairly easily somewhat secure area. Yeah. Or it's supposedly secure, but then it somehow turns out it's absolutely not secure at all. Nope. So he immediately pops that fucking thing open. And it's always the same thing. It's like a cabinet. You know, all the doors open up, lined up. Lined with guns. up perfectly, yeah. all the ammo Clit, like, underneath yeah. them. Like because just in case, just in case on Air Force One, we need to arm every single person on it with an AR fifteen. Right. And a smoke a smoke grenade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? Wh- Why? What? Would- yeah. I mean, I'm again, I'm not a military tactician. I'm not a member of the Secret Service. I don't understand anymore, that. and not anymore. Yeah, I retired in '78. I'm not going <laughs> back. I just don't know why you'd want to have several ready to go. But anyways, yes. Old Gary Oldman point. grabs one. Yep. Or, or they do grabs one, pops a smoke as he pops the cabinet open. Yep. And old Gare Bear and the boys are like, "Hey, smoke Grab signal." Em. They also don't – did they grab all the – there was like 15 guns. Yeah, they just – yeah. They They grabbed grabbed all of them, slapped the clips, and they're like, okay, game over. Yep. That was easier than we thought even. Then they're just kind of roll through the cabin, all the different cabins, kind of blasting people away, Secret Service guys. uh, People are screaming and running. They grab the president. Yeah, they hear gunshots. Everyone's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, uh, the president's kind of getting dragged down to the belly of the plane by a couple of Secret Service guys, being chased by a couple of Russian guys. People are straight up getting shot around them. Oh yeah, like blood blood packs and all. Yeah, um, and they're shooting guys, and his guys are getting shot, and they're like, get in the pod, Mister President. He's like, my family. You're like, yeah, okay. And you think he gets it in the pod? Like let it go. You're like, oh shit, this movie was terrible. Yeah. So basically, what you described is there's like a little like, uh, like, uh, Apollo 12 like, you know, the little thing that yeah. comes back down to Earth pod, the top of the whatever the fuck. Yeah. Basically, we're, we we already believe that Harrison Ford is just ejected out of Air Force One and one of yeah. these, which P.S. does not exist. Did you check? Yeah. So they don't have pods. Absolutely not. Oh, bummer. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, I mean, I I was hoping this movie was sort of accurate, I but kind that of, with the cache of guns and the pod, the space pod. That's so it could drop from, because later parachutes we find out, fifteen thousand feet, two hundred knots. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. he'd have to have he'd have to have the capsule. But what I mean that would be such a. <laughs> Like if you're making Air Force One and you're think of all the different scenarios and situations you need to have this airplane ready for for the president of the United States and you're like, man, if a gunfight breaks out, we need to like stuff this guy in a pod. If, if this thing gets hijacked, like, but how about you do so many things that it's basically hijack proof, which you're, it is. You're leading me to, okay, this comes up later, pretty soon. Uh, we need to. Uh, what what is our airborne plan? or something to that effect. So he says, what is our airborne strategy? Right. And the guy's like, we don't have an airborne strategy. (laughs) He's like, well, we got to come up with one. You don't have an airborne strategy, but you have a futuristic escape pod (laughs) and an arsenal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you did some real weird planning. (laughs) Yeah. You thought about a couple of very specific scenarios. No one could ever break into this plane. (laughs) Here, let's put a space pod and fifteen machine guns in it, just in case though. <laughs> yeah, good job, us. Cracked him again. We mm-hmm. win the end. Uh, we see we meet uh Glenn Close, vice president. Uh and she's like, Oh shit, it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's yep. what she's like. Pretty much <laughs> And everybody's freaking out, Uh, and so they get- Yeah, the pilots radio in. They lock the door. Yeah. They radio in. Hey, uh, Air Force One has been hijacked, so the whole- The VP comes and assembles the president's crew. Why were they already all there? It seems like they were. Mm, Maybe they were. Like in the situation room or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, it did seem like they were all, I don't know if they were all just, they all just scrambled into there. I don't know, but I know what you're saying. Like as if they knew something was going to happen. Maybe they're behind this whole thing. Hmm. Maybe not. Hmm. No, I don't think so. Um, So now they get uh, the old Air Force One, get some F-16 escorts. Scramble the F-16s. Yep. Which were, I don't know. Uh, A mixture of bad CGI and models. I I mean, it was good. I liked it. It just made me realize how good the photography is in Top Gun. We're like, those are real fucking airplanes, and these things are like. That's because Top Gun was sponsored by the fucking Air Force. Well, the Air Force should sponsor all these movies. That should be (laughs) a big part of their budget. Donating their time and resources. Except for when, like the planes were exploding you're like oh that's a real plane right that's even what though they they don't do a lot of different shots that's okay <laughs> and when the plane explodes you can see the wood <laughs> coming out of them um <laughs> uh yeah so they're gonna go land at Ramstein air Force Base Ramstein do Du hast, du hast mesh. <laughs> That's what they play there the time. That's when that's who should have done the soundtrack for this. <laughs> You're right. Ramstein. Better them than uh, Randy Newman. <laughs> yeah. That's the <a> worst I re- was <laughs> <just> making sounds.
0: <laughs> you know the
1: plane. Uh uh, they're clear to land. So the pilots are in there trying to land the plane and uh Gary Oldman's trying to make it to the cockpit, killing some motherfuckers all the way there. Yep. Uh he gets there. High body count again. Yeah. They really are going for it. He gets there. Can't get in, can't break through the door, can't shoot through it. So he luckily he's got some uh explosive putty. Of course. What <laughs> do we what's a Another better cliche, what's a better name? C4. For the, C4. Right. But again, that stuff. I I don't technically know all the different ways you can use it, but it seems like you can just take a little bit, stick it on something, and then whack it, and it blows up. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want it in, in your pocket if that's right. really the case. Because they do that quite a bit. Yeah, in a lot of movies back then, and this one, several times, where you're like, "Come on!" No. He sticks it on the lock on the on the lock on the door, and then backs away and shoots it. A little sparks. Psst. Yeah. Blows up. Uh, Locks they go are always easy to blow up in movies yeah or uh, just shoot it phew. yeah come on i don't know if that works depends on the lock i guess i feel like on air force one it'd be a little <laughs> i'd like to think so you. especially with the arsenal they're packing in there <laughs> uh he gets like, get us back in the air that was not a good russian accent um uh, they kill the pilots because the pilots won't do it. Yeah, yeah. The pi- so the pilots like, I don't care what the fuck they say. I'm not landing this plane. No, we are landing. Or we're, we're landing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we're landing this plane. Yeah. And they bust in. The guys like, land the fucking plane. He's like, nope. So he shoots the co-pilot. And You're yeah. like, oh fuck. He's like, land the yeah. goddamn plane. Nope. And so when he kills him. You're like, what the? Yeah. These. <laughs> yeah. Gary Oldman is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Blah, blah, blah. They uh, Yeah, so they kill the pilots. Now the plane has almost landed, and they have to land it, and now the landlord from Spider-Man 2 is the pilot of the plane. Remember uh, that guy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a rat. And he does look like a rat. Uh, so That's a very specific character actor. Yeah. Uh, and he must actually be Russian. Yeah. Beginning. I hope he's probably not He probably has like a super like long island accent. Like, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> How was it in that movie over there? What, what was that accent, by the way? God. It's, We're it's harder to do this stuff sober, the accents and stuff. It is. Because I'm not as willing to just be like <laughs> to just go for it. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not willing to dive uh, straight into yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're on the ground. So he's got to get it back up in the air. They shave some trees. The whole fucking plane tilts a couple times. And you're like, oh, shit. That part was cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, so it's like tipping, driving through some trees, shaving the tops of trees off. And then they get back to a straightaway where he's got to get the plane back in the air. And there's like a C-130 that they're heading straight for that they have to fly over in order to escape. Because if they land, they're fucked. The end. The end for the Russian guys, right? And also, when they're dragging through those trees and stuff, you're like, "Oh, there's no way they could take off now. They've slowed down so much, right?" Yeah. But guess what? Well, there's a straightaway. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. We're on it for Why about not. two seconds, and then <laughs> fly straight up in the air. <laughs> um. Well, any, anyway, they they get. You're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you know, they're gonna make it. Uh, They narrowly avoid the big-ass C-130 in yep. there. They're back in the air. Uh, This is where you ask, what are our airborne scenarios on the ground in the situation room? There are no airborne scenarios. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yep. Good to know. You guys worked that out? It is. And, uh, like, why did we put all those guns in there? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh. And so the Russian guy goes to check out the pod because Gary Oldman asked him to, or he asked where the president is, and he's like, uh, actually the president is no longer on the plane. Yeah. So he they bounced. Think yeah. The president p- dipped, them. y'all. And that was their whole plan is to, you know, use the president. So as- Gary Oldman was quite upset. Yeah, and he's real good in this movie. Yes, menacing Gary Oldman is my favorite Gary Oldman. I with forgot that he exists. I mean, he's, he's old menacing now. Menacing you know? with an accent, especially a Russian one. Yeah. this is uh, He's an all-timer villain in this, I would say. He is. I forgot. I actually forgot he was the villain until the beginning I saw the um, credits. And I'm like, yeah. oh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He's real good. Because you buy it. You're like, oh, man. Right. I wouldn't want to be. He plays a, the perfect crazy Russian guy. Yes. Um. so yeah everyone he's very upset I, now you know he's like where's the wife and daughter uh, You back on the ground they mentioned that a Russian TV crew was murdered six people in a Russian TV crew were murdered mm. and then they're like I hope that's not all it takes and the other guy's like well you'd have to make fake IDs and blah 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 and do this stuff and he's like, like oh maybe Moscow helped him not the new guy in Moscow, but right. the old the old peeps from Moscow. Uh, they got new nuke codes though, because you yeah. see the nuclear football at one point. You, th- I, th- I was like, this must come into play sometime. Yeah, but they do mention that they changed the nuke code, so now mm-hmm. that's out. That's nobody can do anything right. with that. And they I deactivated still thought, the old one. Yeah, I still thought they might. I know. I'm like, was that the whole point? They're gonna. Yeah. They show it cha or you know handcuffed to that dude, yeah. and you're like, oh, is this thing gonna? They're going for the fucking yeah. football here. Nope. Um, the Arsenal. Um he will not negotiate. Uh where does daughter? Uh that's Gary Ullman wants to know. He wants to oh, he, yeah. he find needs, the fam. Yeah. Find the he knows they're still there. Right. Because they say he will not they say the president will not negotiate. Right. As we do as we learned right from the top. I'm not gonna negotiate with Terrace anymore. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay, <laughs> buddy. Um But uh we now we've realize he's not in the pod, but guess where he is? We finally see him. He's in the plane crawling out of the pod thingy. He... How he did that, I don't know. There's a couple moments in this movie where he's like climbing out of the top of something where I'm like, where are these where is the panel on the escape pod that you can just easily pop out of? Right. <laughs> You know, it's another thing that's very important in movies is panels that pop in and out. Oh yeah, strategic panels. Although I will say, one time in college, <laughs> I was uh, probably under the influence. I was possibly and allegedly uh, at the towers in Ames, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, you know, like movies, like elevator, like it's real easy to get out of the top of elevators. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right. I, oh, I pushed on the top of this panel and it was just like a piece of plastic in front of the light. Oh. So it slid over enough that it fell out. <laughs> it fell out of the ceiling yeah. and hit the girl next to me right in the face. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god." And she was like, "Oh my god." And I was like, "I'm so sorry." That's what it'd I be, felt, Bruce Willis. Yeah, I felt real stupid and real bad because it seemed quite unpleasant. It was like a thick piece of plastic. Oh, God. Yeah, it was very stupid. <laughs> I'd be proud of myself. That was one of those bad panels. Oh, that man. didn't help you. Yeah, out. it wasn't going to get me out of there. I was just being dumb. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> it, a perfect angle to hit a girl right in the face. <sighs> I might. I think I'm going to inhale, knowing right where I am. All right. Um yeah just get our breath real quick. Mm-hmm. And exhale. Who boy. Uh, um yeah, so he got out of the panel and they sent uh the Russians sent a guy. I don't know what they sent this guy back into the belly of the plane for cuz nothing had ha- had happened at this point. But they're like go check it out. Yeah, they're wanting to check something out. Yeah, little does this guy know the president is now loose on the plane. Uh, Glenn Close is talking to Gary Oldman he says what are the conditions of the people on the plane and he says uh, some are dead you know whatever shit's going crazy don't yeah. worry about yeah. it yeah. we have no airborne plan, so this is what happens yeah um, and he explains basically that he wants his old Russia back he wants uh, Radik released. Oh, right. I don't think he says that yet, maybe, but we find out soon enough. Yeah. He he just, yeah, he does. He wants the old Russia back. He wants uh, Ivan Radek back in, not back, in, I don't think he was ever in charge of Russia, but he was he wants, a former Russian general that's right. now in charge of Kazakhstan. Well, that's right, yeah, yeah, he was in charge of Kazakhstan. That's yeah, so important. but he wants him to be in charge of Russia because right. he'll be in dictator and get rid of freedom, which Gary Oldman is very against. Very much so. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. And he explains he's going to execute hostage every half hour uh, until that happens. So, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, not in the meantime, separately, I didn't write everything down. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I did and sometimes I wish I didn't. Um, pretty, you almost do I almost do uh they found the escape pod on the ground and it's empty so old dean stockwell yep uh yeah he's uh he's like we have to we have to maybe assume that he, he could be dead right but then another guy uh is like He flew more missions than any man ever flew, won the Medal of Honor. He knows how to fight. Vietnam War hero. Yeah. I would say that being able to fly a helicopter does not equal knowing how to fight. But. I would agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a pilot, you're not spending a lot of time, I guess, with hand-to-hand combat and small arms. Yeah, but, you know. I don't know. I'm no military tactician, guys. Right. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So now uh, the old president is taking a peek upstairs, even though I think that other guy is still downstairs looking around for stuff. He is. So the president takes a peek upstairs. The other guy is still downstairs, and he sees the guy that's also upstairs. He's like, oh, shit. And he hears the other guy coming, <laughs> and that guy turns around, and the president runs. Oh, perfect timing! Into, oh yeah, he, into the his back room. Yep. Yeah. Little into game of cat room. and mouse going on there, you know. Little cat yep. and mouse on Air Force One. Yep, yep, yep. And he tries to enter the room. Oh no, never mind. He go. Get, he gets into his uh, little, the little mini oval office on the on the airplane. He's trying to figure out what to do. He's like, should I make a phone call? like, he can't. So he turns the volume up on the TV, which causes the other guy to come into the room. Why did he turn the volume up on the TV? So the guy would come. Hmm. Because then he, Harrison Ford tackles him. Oh, that's right. Open arm jumps on him. A couple Harrison Ford punches in there. Yep. Then a bar stool to that guy's face. Yes. Oh, Harrison Ford gets body slammed hard as fuck, too. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Or his, uh, bo- or his, his, a his body is his Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got fucking suplexed. <laughs> yes. Um, so he runs over and he tries to enter the room with all the hostage in it, hostages in it after he takes out the dude with the bar stool. He gets shot at. He turns around, shoots at the guy, kills the dude. Right through the bulletproof vest, I was like, Why are they even wearing these vests? They don't right. seem to do much of anything, not in that case. I don't throughout the whole movie. It seems like there's
0: that is true. all kinds
1: of bullets through the vests. hmm, well, that's one powerful arsenal they they yeah, pack. that's true. They also got yeah uh armor armor-piercing bullets in their AR-15 <laughs> arsenal. In the bulletproof interior of the airplane. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, the uh, bad guy, so he runs into a bathroom after that happens, I guess. Um, a bad guy comes into the bathroom area and starts firing into the, all the bathrooms. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible gun sound. <laughs> 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 <Boing>. <laughs> uh, he shoots at all the stalls Then he goes through and opens all the stall doors Nobody in there No Harrison Ford Well luckily there was another panel To escape out the top of <sighs> Convenient panels <laughs> Convenient pa- How panels How secure is this airplane If there's just fucking panels You can just be hitting switches all over yeah. this Yep. I'm out Yeah. And then come out somewhere that's strategically a safe place. (laughs) Pretty sweet deal. Yeah, it is. Luckily for him. So he is now in the upper part of the storage area of the plane. Or the upper storage area, not the upper part of the storage area. The upper part of the plane. Right. Um, And uh, in the meantime, Vice President Glenn Close is calling the president of russia telling him he has to or not russia no no i think it's it's president of who i think it's russia to release Kazakh, like asking him yes. about whether or yeah, not yeah, he yeah. can do it and he's like if the president isn't asking i can't do it which makes sense um and they don't know whether or not the president is dead at this point so glenn right. close is not the president um Counting down three minutes until he's going to kill the first hostage. Uh, So he goes into the room full of hostages, as old Gary Oldman does. And he has uh, the first lady and first daughter come to him. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, shit, is he going to kill them? I thought, I was like, I don't... I don't remember if one of them gets killed. I assume they don't being yeah. a Harrison Ford movie. Cause they had too, they showed too much of a connection for them yeah. to get pop them like that. Yeah. But also that would be like, what the, that would be, a <laughs> that r- would be yeah, like a very yeah, sinister like, turn. Whoa. They're not fucking around. Yeah. Put bullet vu- bulletproof vests on them and shot them right through them. <laughs> right. Uh, so they come up and then the national security advisor is like, wait a minute. If they call, you should let me talk to them. Uh, they call, and they're like, we can't do it. We, you have to give us more time. You have to understand this. We don't know, like, what well, it's going to take more time than this. And then he just blasts that dude right in the face. Yep. First hostage down. That was b- brutal, shocking. Um. So Gary Olman runs off with the wife and kid to a s- different room. The end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 And the president is upstairs, going through luggage, trying to figure out. You're like, what? What's he looking for? Oh, oh! And you're like, oh, he's looking um, for his iPhone charger. Yes, yes, he is. He's looking for a phone. You know. Uh, Gary Olman talks to the daughter. He's like, "You think I'm a monster? You think I'm a monster? <laughs> 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 Dracula? <laughs> yeah, yes. Hmm." <laughs> He's a, "I would turn my like back on God himself for Mother Russia," um, and he goes through a whole spiel about freedom and all that stuff that mm-hmm. I was mentioning earlier. Really. Uh, the daughter says, "You are my mo- you are a monster. My father is a great man." He says some more shit and kisses her forehead. Uh, cut back to old old Presidente. Did he finds a cell phone? Um, I've never. I don't fly a lot. But I don't know what kind of. Do you get cell phone coverage 30,000 feet? I do not. No. Would you in 1997? I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't think, even though you're, you know Air Force One has the best technology, I just don't believe that was available. Yeah. In ni- uh, 97? No. No. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, you know? There you go. Uh, I don't know either. But he did find his cell phone, and then he calls the White House and he's like, Hey, this is the the president. Um, This is the president of the United States. Yes. Uh, And he's like, Trace the call. Trace the call. And she's like, All right, whatever. If you're going to fucking call the FBI on me. And she traces the call, and she realizes it actually is the president, but he is now caught by a bad guy. Right. So he drops the phone into his pocket, but leaves it on. and the secretary lady transfers the call to the situation room where they can now listen in to what is happening. It's his pants and he's farting all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where did you go? <laughs> um, telling them. Oh, so as when he's got this in his pocket, he's he's explaining, acting like he's talking to the Russian dude. But instead, he's actually telling uh, the people in the situation room what to do. He's like, it can withstand a missile blast like you don't understand. And they're like, wait a minute. He wants us to fire on the plane, which he does. Also, he's like, the plane can handle it. It'll automatically, he realized it'll automatically drop out of autopilot and drop chaff, I guess. Right. Um, Which it does, because they do, they fire on the plane. It goes out of autopilot. Are there missile detectors on? I suppose there would be on Air Force One. Yes. That I, I, that I buy. Yeah. Take it back. Take, question retracted. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, as soon as the missiles are locked, the plane automatically disengages from autopilot. Tips. Everyone falls over. The president gets the upper hand on the bad guy. The chaff is released. A missile explodes. More shaking. Everyone's shaking around all over the place. The shaking works to his favor, of course. Yeah, always. Well, he knew it was going to happen. Right. That's why. Uh, and this guy gets motherfucking Ford punched right in the face, <laughs> and then he chokes that dude out till he dies. I assume because there was like a crunching sound at the end. Yeah, of, of course. That. The, yeah, this, the yeah. little pop of the neck. Yeah. Well. Um. Then we explain these are Russian ultra radicals, and they cannot release Radic no matter what. Uh, Dean Stockwell is like, like no, like we can't. uh, No matter what, fifty lives don't equal this guy being released. Right. And she's like, even if it's the president. He's like, well, the president is compromised. Whatever. The presidency is bigger than a man. And then the president gets to talk to them, and he's talking to the vice president alone they have a one-on-one conversation via the phone 30,000 feet up <laughs> and then he says uh if we do if we give in to them they're just gonna want more says if you give a mouse a cookie she's like oh he's gonna want a glass of milk oh, <laughs> oh. the classic old tale yes if you it's give good, a, a mouse good children's a cookie, book it wants a glass of milk too you know yeah you remember that book yeah, it was a classic. I Remember, think. And then it was followed up by, uh, if you give a moose a muffin. <laughs> and then if you give a snake a, a steak. <laughs> oh, if you give a snake a steak, mm-hmm. it's going to have to let that shit digest for like five days. <laughs> 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 um, uh, they got to get this plane on the ground. That's all we know. Harrison Ford said, we got to get this plane on the ground. And he, after he says that, he looks at the shot-up milk carton, and he sees the milk dripping, and you basically see the light bulb go off in his brain. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the fuel. Like, yeah, yeah, Presidente, you got this. Uh, as this is happening, because of all the bad shit going down unbeknownst they don't know it's the president the bad guys don't but they they assume it's a secret service agent right they bring the nice lady from earlier in the movie up into the room that the uh, first lady and daughter are uh-huh. and he's like hey uh if you don't come up here i'm gonna kill this lady in 10 seconds 10 9 and the president is down there struggling mm-hmm. with the decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, ten seconds pass, and yep, blammo. She dead, which is kind of like, oof. Yeah. This is where I was like, I really did forget how fucking hardcore this movie was. <laughs> yes. God damn. It makes it even more diehardy than I I know, remembered. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I didn't remember there being quite that many uh, deaths. Yeah. Um, he and I was like, if there's, I was gonna be real annoyed coming up because he's like gonna release the fuel. I was like, if there's just like a fucking switch that lets all the fuel (laughs) out, I'm gonna be like, give me a fucking break. The big plug he pulls out. Well, I like that it was significantly more complicated than that. As is kind of everything in this movie. Like it's not nothing's just straightforward. Yeah. Which, okay. It's Air Force One, bro. Yeah. Everything's a little bit more complicated and not what you expect. <laughs> yeah. So Pannels he's got to uh, uh, cross some wires. Why are you afraid? Pointing. Oh, she talks over the intercom. Yeah. Why are you afraid? Because you're pointing a gun at me. Duh. Uh, who's down there? Um. Oh, this is, and now the people, after she gets shot, the people in the hostage room, one dude's like, who's down there? It's like he just let her get killed. Like what a shithead. Right. And the other dude's like, "Well, William H. Macy's like, "He knows it's uh if you've only got one bullet, you got to take the perfect shot." And yeah, okay. And um this is how movies go. <laughs> 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 but I say he may be our only hope, which man, that line, "He may be our only hope." That's as die hard as it gets. Yeah. And, and Star Wars, be, yeah. and Every other hero yep. movie, Where he's only, the one. Yeah. What? Uh, so he's got to cut some wires to dump the fuel. We got to cross green with another color, and he the other the other color is yellow. And then there's red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue, baby. And after he hears green, the phone cuts off. He's like, "Oh, I hope you're there with me." Red, white, and blue and he cuts the yellow one and crosses and them together and then the whole thing blows up <laughs> <laughs> and uh the fuel dumps um uh, they manage he runs away i somehow the the rat guy gets the fuel to stop dumping mm-hmm. he goes down there and manages to stop it yeah and they're like well fuck and then Gary Oldman <laughs> reads the manual He's like, "Oh, you can refuel the in Air midair." Force One yeah, it's like you can refuel in midair. He's uh, thrilled to find that out. Yeah, has anyone seen the Air Force One users manual? Can I see that, please? <laughs> Thank <yes>. you. <laughs> Let's see. Fuel, fuel, refuel. Yeah. Oh, sweet, nice. Okay, Page good. One ninety two. How to refuel? <laughs> so, there. He basically says, "We're going to kill a hostage every minute." Unless you refuel us in midair, and they're like, "Well, fuck." Um, uh, what happens between there and the president having a Rus- Russian hostage of his own? I don't know. Because some dudes went downstairs, they came upstairs, and the president has a gun on another guy. Yeah, he he somehow got the jump on yeah one of the. Mm, the Russian dudes. Russian dudes, yeah. When he came back upstairs with the gun, so the when the guy went downstairs, and then they just walk right past, and everything's fine. So now the president takes his Russian hostage to the room full of hostages. Uh-huh. And they're all like, oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. They're like, it's you, the president. You're alive. Oh. He's like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> I'm still alive. He immediately gives the gun to the bad Secret Service guy. Right. Who's like the head secret service guy? Of course he is. Because he <laughs> can't wait to start murdering presidents. <laughs> yes. His family's been planning it for generations. Oh man, it's time. LBJ once slighted his father, and he's like, That's yep. it, baby. Yep. My son's injured. Yep. He's secret the chosen service. one. Yeah. Yes. He's gonna murder the rest <laughs> of the presidents. Um So they're discussing what to do, and William H. Macy has a bright idea. Uh, we can get people off this plane. There's enough parachutes for everyone. So saying there wasn't a plan once again. I mean, parachutes are different, but right, enough parachutes for every single person on the plane. It's like, damn, good idea. Um, but they had to drop to 15,000 feet and slow down to 200 knots, and right. able to to be able to jump out of the plane. Also, um, P.S. Air Force One does not have a big rear hatch opening. No, for the as enormous as the plane is. Right. Just in case the president wants to drive his car up into it, <laughs> yeah. and then like Mountain Dew style, like <laughs> drive his car out of the back of Air Force <laughs> One while drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> yes. Doing it country cool, well, Mountain Dew. You was all in the cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Mountain Dew. Um, so, but he's like, "Well, we can't call because the the phones don't work." Yeah, no shit. It's 1997, and the uh, secretary is uh, like, "Well, phone phone lines and fax lines are not the same, even though I'm pretty sure they are." Also, I'd like to make a statement. I was just remembering that, like, <laughs> I forgot in the pre-cell phone era. Airplanes like on the back, like the, the seat back in front of you had a phone on it, and you could like pay oh, yeah. a zillion dollars to right. call people. Right. So, yes, indeed, you could make that phone call from an airplane with pre internet cell phone technology right. that we don't understand. Yeah. So, well, they have the most advanced system is Air Force One. Right. But so, I forgot all about those fucking right. phones. Yep. Yep. Me too. <laughs> Air Force One wins the end. <laughs> uh, the facts works. So the, yeah, the, they remember the the facts line still works. <laughs> she tells the president. The facts line's a different line. And they but they send the facts and it's yeah. being overlooked. Right. They're yeah. all running around the it's uh, another fucking situation room. And you see the facts come shooting in. Hey kids, used to be before it's cell phones and the internet, you could make a a copy come out of a printer in your house that someone sent you. Yes. Someone could print to your printer, basically. Right. In the very most rudimentary way. Um, So that happens, and now the CNN is reporting that Air Force One has crashed. Well, uh, that's no good. They don't want anyone in a panic. So rather than saying Air Force One has crashed, they have a uh, press conference where the press secretary Kind of looks like Ronald McDonald with no makeup on. <laughs> like I was like, kind of a lot, right? Yeah, it was weirding me out. You say that. Um, and he's explaining it, whatever. And then Glenn Close gets up there, and she's like, "No, the uh, the plane has been hijacked. Like we don't know what's happening, and we can't tell you." Okay. Say, so where is the president? Yeah. Not real uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, the refuel plane shows up, and everybody's stressed out. Another cut in a close situation where they're on the back, waiting to jump, and the the refueling plane shows up, and they're like, "Oh fuck, is it gonna drop?" We don't know if they saw the facts or not. Is it gonna drop? And they're standing back there, and uh, it hooks. It's about to hook up. You're like, "Oh," they're like, "Oh, we need you to drop to fifteen thousand feet and lower your speed to two hundred knots." And you're like, "Yeah, great." <laughs> And I was like, this movie's about to be over? No, it's not. And luckily there is an altimeter right next yeah, to it. Yeah. So they course. can see what level the plane was at. Well that's just in case you have to everyone on the plane has to parachute out the back of it. Right. They need to know how high it's up. It's right it is. above the secret panel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little digital readout with how what, what uh where you're at. How, yep. many, how many feet you are up in the air. Uh, so they open the back, and as soon as they open the parachute hatch, Everybody in the cockpit can see that the parachute hatch is open. He's like, "Oh my god! You go check it out. Go check it out. Check it out!" <laughs> uh, so they do. A dude runs down there, but peeps be jumping. The peeps are jumping, one at a time. Yeah, they're parachuting out the back. Yeah, they gave him a quick little, like Billy H. Macy did a quick tutorial on how to parachute. Yeah. And these what are, country are they over? Yeah, exactly where yeah. they're where they are. <laughs> yeah. How do you land? <laughs> yeah. I mean these people are all basically fucked. Uh, I mean a hundred percent. You land at like like if you're not prepped to land wearing a parachute, you can like break your leg. Yeah. Yeah. And they're miles up in the air. <laughs> yeah. And they don't know how to navigate. So yeah. Like even in the best circumstances, that's a probably a tough move. You have to be yeah, but you probably won't die. No. will just get real fucked up. These people are gonna like land in the windshield of cars and like <laughs> in the top of trees and yes. or in the middle of yeah, or, 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 or in a the middle war of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the mountain range. Like we have yeah. no idea. They're somewhere in Europe, right? <laughs> um And and they and they as they drop out, they cut to them. You see them, they're like, Yay, they're like ha- they're like like that, they're on yeah, a oh, like they're on a, a fucking Ferris shot. wheel or something. <laughs> oh, like, We did it. We're, just gonna, We're glide like gonna die to our the our yeah. I got about two and a half more minutes of life left. <laughs> this is pretty sweet right now, though. I guess that was uh, that was a little bit much. Yeah, it was. Um, so as the peeps be jumping, uh, the Russian dude has made it down there, but he can't get into the the parachute ramp area. So his bright idea is to put a pressurized canister. He's clean out of C four. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so he has to put a pressurized canister on the door. Um, and this of course causes all of the pressure in he the shoots plane. It. Yes. Oh yeah, I didn't mention that. Yeah, he shoots the little th- the canister, which of course is enough to somehow explode the door. open. Explodes the door. Uh, this immediately releases all the pressure from the plane, right. so everyone's flying. And everyone out. Just shoots out the back. Good guy. and bad guys. Right. I thought it was the bad guy at first, and I was like, oh nope, that was just a dude. Different. Because yeah. the bad guy's still there. Some guy with no parachute. Yeah. He flies out, which again they're like they're keeping it a hardcore. They're like everyone's getting the fuck out of here. These people yeah. are dying right now. Yeah, I mean they're all going to uh-huh. die, but these guys especially because they don't have yeah. any parachute. Yeah, and after he breaks the window and the plane is getting refueled as we speak, by the way, cause right? They've gotten down. So after the pressure loss, all hell breaks loose. The refuel thing comes off. So there's yeah, because the refuel like basically is a straw going into the front of the yeah. plane. Like this maneuver, they got to line it line it up while they're flying. And it kind of pops out. It pops out, it's spraying dr- yeah, jet fuel everywhere. Like uh, sc- scraping up the front of the plane. And as it scrapes, it uh, starts on fire. Yeah, it's like a lit match somehow, which yeah. I can't imagine. That I was like, how did that? There's well, not okay. probably not as much oxygen up there. It's very windy. Yeah. But um, a little fire on top of Air Force One climbs up the old refueling plane. And I thought this was sweet. It was a good effect. The air, the plane blowing up right blows up above him. Yep, neat. Would that happen? I no, don't there are definitely so. model planes, but it was cool. <laughs> yes. You see the wood, everything. <laughs> yes. the duct tape. <laughs> uh, uh, now they've got him. They got the president now. How did this happen? What led to this? The bad guy. Uh, so everyone goes shooting out the back, yeah. and the president is holding on me. Oh, that's right! And William H. Macy is like trying to—you gotta him. let me save him. And uh, and dude's Gary like, Oldman's well, Gary like, yeah, he's like, yeah, let me get the president. Yeah. So he, yeah, because yeah, cause, thats cause, what they want. He's like, I'm what you came for. Right. Everyone flies out. Fucking Harrison Ford is hanging one hand hanging off the back of the yeah. airplane. Yep. You know, for a little while. For quite yeah yeah a couple minutes there right. <laughs> And William H. Macy's re- reaching for him and they do let him save him. Uh and now Gary Oldman calls up an old VP and he's like, I now hold hostage to the president. And they're face to face. Uh he hits him a bunch, puts a gun to his head. Some very some aggressive moves. Yep. It's no it's no fun time Hans Gruber with Gary Oldman. It's like no, some uh-uh. serious shit. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fun time on screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, explains what he wants. He wants Rattic. Uh And Harrison Ford is like, I can't do it. You can't ask me to do something I cannot do. Uh, but then he takes his kid. Yep. And he's like, I'll do it. Yep. Like, Okay, so he's going to release Radic. Otherwise, his kid's getting killed. Yep. Got to um, take uh, old... Uh, Garriott is a word at this point that he will definitely kill her. Yeah, he's killed a lot of people so far. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so the the president calls old uh, president, what's his face? And he's like, uh, release Raddick. That dude's very upset, but mm, he still has to do what the president asked him to. Uh, meanwhile, the secretary of defense is trying to get the vice president. To sign this paper that says they can take over and she can make the decisions, so that they don't release Radic. Right. They're basically they're going to 25th Amendment. Yeah. Say, we don't know he's he's incapacitated. He can't discharge the the powers of the presidency because he's currently being held hostage. Yes. So someone has to be president. Right. Let's write. Let's. They want to make it Glenn Close. Dean Stockwell is all about it because he thinks 50 lives are. Less important than Radic being released because a whole bunch of terrible shit will happen if that right. happens, and they all kind of agree on that. In fact, the president does, the vice president does, but she just can't bring herself to. Yeah, I don't know why. Like it would, it's to, it would it would make sense for her to. It wouldn't be any weird thing or a problem. But it's more like an honor thing or something. I didn't understand like why. Why and it finally happens anyway. Yeah. No, that actually, what they were gonna do. If she signed that, they wouldn't release Raddock in the president. Oh. That's thats what it was. That's right. the whole thing. Yeah. Come on, Al. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, yeah. So she won't sign it because that means basically that his daughter's getting killed. They don't know who all going to get killed if they won't allow that dude to be released. Some bad news. Maybe everyone on the plane dies. Hard to say. That's why she won't sign it. Right. Um, Raddick is being released. Uh, and he, Gary Ullman gets proof. And everyone in the prison where Raddick is is cheering. They're all excited to see their favorite dictator getting out, coming back to. That's not usually how that works, but. Well, apparently everyone in prison is a fan (laughs) of this guy. (laughs) Big time. Mm hmm. They were cheering. Um,. So as he's getting released, they he gets Gary Olman gets proof that Radic is getting released, and he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, oh, "Nice." And then he basically tells the president uh, <laughs> that he won't. Re- he's the mom says, "Like you said, you were going to release us after he got released." Right. He's like, "Forgive me, I lied." And I'm like, "Oh son shit. of a mm-hmm. bitch!" This guy that's just killing everyone told a lie. That's weird, man. This guy has no honor at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, and. He's basically like, we have a lot more use for the president. Like, he's going to be real useful to us. Right. Because, like, what are we going to use you for next? And they said, get the GIMP. (laughs) (laughs) Different different movie. (laughs) That would be a crazy (laughs) turn. That's another room in fucking Air Force (laughs) one we know about the sex dungeon. Um,. Meanwhile, while this is happening, the president is using a piece of glass he grabbed earlier to cut the tape that is holding his hands together. He uh, gets the tape off, finally. And he makes a jump for Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman grabs his wife, is shooting at the president, and the guy earlier that was like, fuck the dude in the basement, jumps in front of the bullet that was probably going to kill the president. Takes a bullet for him. And... Uh now Gary Oldman has got the first lady but she does something to him is that does that happen yet yes it does no it doesn't happens later Oh sweet Jesus he's making a run for it Gary Oldman is with the president's wife right with the first lady going to the old parachute ramp and the president arrives finally behind him i think they had to kill another dude the president kills another russian guy so now gary oldman is the only russian dude left yes besides traitorous right secret service guy traitor joe that we don't yeah. know yeah. is actually a traitor yet yes we do we knew it from no, i mean the i mean beginning. they don't they don't, they don't know. know yeah 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 he's still deep cover yeah but yeah um, i mean how many people has the president of the united states killed at this point a bunch, <laughs> like a, a yeah. good, uh, like a, a chunk, handful, a half a dozen, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was guess too. <laughs> um. Finally, the wife like kicks him or pushes him, kicks him in the balls or something. So the yeah, president I don't remember. So he drops his gun. He's in the back of the plane, holding onto the president's wife, tossing all of the parachutes out the back. Oh right! Besides yes. the one he's wearing, right? Which is. What a shitty move. Good idea. (laughs) Um, And the president gets there. He's like, drop the gun. Oh, okay. Or he's going to drop his wife out the back of the plane. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the president drops the gun. The wife finally makes a move. Does something to Gary Oldman that she can sort of get away. He loses his gun. Maybe. This sounds right. Yes, no, 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 like a scuffle happens. Then they're wrestling on the back of this plane on the parachute ramp. Which they should just shoot right off the back of, right? The pressure is, the door got closed again, Yeah, but still, that's Uh, no place to hang out five feet (laughs) off the end of... No, but the pressure, all the air from inside the plane isn't coming out still. You know what I mean? Yes, it's not the wind tunnel. Yeah. I'm just saying. Right, yeah. I mean, I still imagine it would be... Rather windy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they, they they depict it throughout this movie as pretty windy. Yeah. Pretty yeah. windy. Well, the whole point, I mean, this is, this is dramatic, bro. They, whoever loses this fight is going to fall off the plane. I know. I'm just saying they needed more wind machines. Right. They needed it to be windy. They could have amped it way up. <laughs> yes. It would have made it look better anyway. Right. Whatever. I bet it was windier than you think. Maybe it wasn't. It was breezy. <laughs> breezy. Uh, Yeah, but the president finally gets the upper hand, wraps a strap around Gary Oldman's neck. Ah, yes. And finally says it. He says, he utters the immortal phrase, we've been waiting for this whole goddamn movie. You're right. They could have called this movie this. Yes. Get off my plane. Pulls the strap. Dude flies out. Strangled. Strangled. By his, the par- his parachute deploys. Yes, the strap is strangling him out on the other side. Yes, pretty sweet. It's an awesome move. Uh, I mean, and I think in reality he would just pop his head clean off. Basically, it's there was kind of a snap, and then he gets re- that strap comes and off, and then he just out. floats away, right? Dead. It was pretty. In the sweet. Parachute. Get off my plane. It, it would be crazy. That would be, given the way the movie's gone so far, if it did just pop his like head up, Quentin off. Tarantino <laughs> yeah. style, just bloodbath. Or just like a slow. It like snaps off, pfft. and then it's just like a fucking <laughs> a wet spring. willy. Yes. Spraying all over everyone's <laughs> face. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Ah. Wind's blowing it everywhere. <laughs> if the president says something like, no refunds yes <laughs> <laughs> you went and lost your head uh, but guess who's still on the plane the motherfucking trader is um, but meanwhile for dramatic effect while that shit's going down Radic is being released and slowly sauntering towards his helicopter <sighs> right. to get away like he's in no hurry and this is all happening in real time supposedly yeah Saunter, saunter, saunter. Well, he's enjoying the fucking roaring crowd cheering from the entire prison as he's walking out through the jail yard there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he's he's soaking it in. He's not trying to run away. He's like, this is pretty fucking sweet, actually. Getting a standing O on my way out of prison. (laughs) Yes. Um, But then they're like, hey, stop him. Then he starts running. Then they start shooting. People getting shot on both sides. He makes it past the gate, and you're like, fuck, is this dude going to escape? No. He is dead. He gets shot. Hooray. Movie over. Nope, not quite. <laughs> uh, because as before Gary Oldman's death, as he's got the strap going around his neck, he's like, there are no pilots. And you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So now there's no pilots. And Harrison Ford, being a former helicopter pilot who has apparently also flown small planes has to fly the giant plane somewhere to land. I'm gonna fly this plane. <laughs> uh to make matters worse, MIGs are on their way. Kazakhstan's going all Six in. Six of them. Yep. On Borat's orders. Yep. <laughs> yep. USA very nice. <laughs> um this yeah. So now the migs are after Air Force 1. Uh America is sending in some F16s. And I realize these planes are fast but like where are they all coming from? Like where are the American planes coming from that they can get to an their, aircraft carrier? Romstein. I wonder what's the longest it would take for an F16 to get anywhere on earth. Like, uh, mm, that's a good question. Like what if you wanted to send it to the North Pole right now? Like what I bet there's some in like North, the northern alaska yeah and i bet it could get there pretty fucking fast yep we got i bet we could get anywhere i wonder i wonder what the actual time frame would be i mean where do we have a plane bases everywhere if it can fly what they can fly like i don't know what their range is mach 3 can they go that fast i think like two one point something maybe two okay but may, I, who, I, I'm just yeah, who knows. But I Maybe, mean, if you can travel yeah. tw- almost 1,300 miles per hour, that's <laughs> I guess you right can along. get anywhere pretty fast. Ah, <sighs> they've retaken the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone tell me how to fly this thing actually MIGs. Yeah. So not only does he have to land this giant plane he's never flown before, the MIGs are coming, and they're they fi- They're already there. He's like, "Tell me how far away they are," and then he's like, "Never mind, they're here." And they're firing on them, and they get an engine. This is no Top Gun footage, by the way. No. I still liked it, I'm going to say. I I watched it on DVD, maybe just because it was lower quality anyway. I Mm. bought into it further. Probably. That's definitely a possibility. (laughs) Uh, They got an engine. They're losing fuel. Uh, Finally, the F-16s arrive. It's like, the good guys are here. Um. No, sitting like snake. I, I, the, good uh, <laughs> <laughs> the good guys are here. The good guys are here. I feel ashamed. Like, okay. um, who? What? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, this is where the dude. He, that dude didn't sacrifice himself yet. I'm sorry, I said that. He does it now. Oh, this is when he gets shot. The, they get to where that didn't really matter. the other the other plane is coming. They have to do this insane rescue because they realize once they kill all the MIGs, which they do, right? Dramatically and in, in a fun way. In fact, this is dude. This is a different dude. I said dude sacrifices himself. Dude in the plane. Dude in the F sixteen flies in front of a missile. Oh yeah. This yeah. I thought I meant the other thing. Right. I didn't. That already happened. This is a dude in an F sixteen. Taking one for the team. Yeah, taking one for the team, flying in front of a missile that's going to hit Air Force One. Yep. And then the guy that fired the missile gets shot by the other F-16, and all the MiGs are gone. Now all we have to do is get a big-ass C-130 to fly the same speed slightly higher up than Air Force One, Mm -hmm. lower a dude on a rope, have the door on the side open. Yep. And then fly below it, so they can lower all the people on the plane, like your car just rolling right up next to them, that type of situation. Yeah, and then they they, they got uh, carabiners and all that shit and yep. straps and whatever. And but meanwhile, the Air Force One is losing altitude. Yep. they're getting people off the plane, and little do they zip know li- they're like ziplining yeah. them from one plane to another, yep. basically. And they're letting them go. They're getting people off. Not a great know. effect and they're slight but i still thought the idea was cool yeah i was su- i was su- surprised i'm like oh i forgot this is what they're okay yeah all right i was like how are they gonna i mean they're not gonna have them yeah i couldn't remember i could not plane. remember how they were getting get off that yeah. plane i couldn't even- at least it wasn't they sat in a fucking uh giant inflatable boat and then jumped out of it and then went down a mountain <laughs> and then into a river <laughs> That was Temple of Doom. <laughs> yes. That plane was probably m- that was, slower. That was Harrison Ford's <laughs> other option. <laughs> yes. Which worked very well for him, only because of a very lucky set of circumstances. Yes. But that's okay. Yep. Zip line this time. Yeah. So now everyone's making it off. Everyone's making it off. Everyone's making it off. His daughter makes it. His uh, wife makes it. The guy that got shot for him makes it. So that dude didn't sacrifice. He did sacrifice himself, but he isn't dead. It's the same guy. Right. The injured guy. Which, that's nice that he didn't die, at least, I yes. guess. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now the plane's dropping, dropping, dropping. And it's finally the president's turn. And traitor guy is finally like, now wait a minute. Right. I'm getting off this plane before you because you going to die. That's all he cares about, I guess. He's like, I'm ready for my first victim. Yeah. I've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> yeah. President number one, it's about to go into the books. <laughs> yes. Uh, and they wrestle, and William H. Macy is like, It was you, huh? And the guy's like, Yep. Shoots him. Shoots him again. Another wrestling. And he's like, He's like, Give me that strap the bad guy is and the president's like no wrestling around uh william h macy die yeah he gets shot twice that poor son of a bitch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah he gets shot twice um they wrestle around now the plane has gone too low so that the plane they're supposed to float down to is above them right and you're like, well, shit, what are they going to do now? Well, he manages to toss the dude out of the plane. No, he doesn't. He just manages to wrestle away the strap right. and the carabiner and stuff. He hooks on. And he hooks on. Luckily, the thing breaks off. It snaps off the plane he was on. Yeah, so there's that a plane- thing to block his carabiner from flying off the rope. Right. like the, the, <laughs> the part of the door is attached to snapped off. Yeah. There's like a stopper on the end. Yeah, that plane continues to plummet. Yeah, he goes upwards with the plane. The president yep. is now being dragged behind. Yeah, the C-130. Yep, he's parasailing with no para. Yes, he he's yeah. fucking a mountain. He's a Mountain Dew commercial in this movie, baby. <laughs> yes, and this dude goes he is down. Code Red Mountain Dew <laughs> Air Force One. Code Red One. Code Red Mountain Dew presents Air Force One. Get off my plane. <laughs> uh, yeah. Said so now the president is being drugged behind this plane. The Air Force One goes into the water. You hear the dude screaming as he goes in. See him fly out. He dead. Yep. Uh and the paris- the president is getting uh reeled back in to the C one thirty. Precariously, but he makes it. And they're all waiting for him there on the back of that plane. Yep. And uh yeah. They hug and the family hugs. Roll credits. Um, oh, the the vice president rips up the piece piece of paper. Yeah, yep. That, whatever, that she does, uh, Giving the power to whoever that she did not sign. But she did not sign. It would be funny if she saved it sh- just so she could be like, "Look what all these assholes did." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 then she's like, "Anyways, I'm gonna get on my helicopter and leave." <laughs> Air Force Two begins. Yep. Yeah yes. Uh yeah. That's it. Boy, it's amazing how quickly these go when I'm not under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> much more down to business. Yeah. Yeah, I like this movie. It, it it holds up pretty much. I mean it's kind of a it's sort of a joke watching it when there's been so many fucking uh, uh, what you gonna call it? Die Hard movies, right? It's a cool concept, though. The president, you know, on Air Force One. It kind of ups the stakes. It does. It was a fun. It was a fun take. But I am surprised that they didn't do like uh, that. They didn't do more because action movies were just fran- were just franchise machines back then. Right. This is a tough. I mean, you can make a sequel to anything if you try hard enough that doesn't mean it's going to be a good idea but well that's 100% true they the original they originally they they wrote the president's role for Kevin Costner Yeah, I saw that. Which I could definitely see that. Absolutely. It would have been a different movie. Which he skipped out to do The Postman, which was his smooth move, bro. Yeah. He man he had so many huge big budget bombs in a row. Waterworld was the most expensive was Water movie World of all time. After that, or before that? That was before I think, that. I think it was before that. Yeah, that was a little earlier. In Waterworld, that was supposed to be the, the next. Oh, I just—it was the combing. most expensive movie ever made, and everyone was like, "This is a big piece of shit. This is ma- you made Mad Max on in the ocean, and not well. Yeah, you have gills. What the fuck? That movie is not good." I would have liked this more if it was a Bruckheimer movie. No, I don't. Uh, I guess Bruckheimer because it figured. just would have amped up. This is a like a thrill, like a straight, like a serious political thriller. Mm-hmm. But it's a diehard action movie, right? I w- I'm looking for a little bit more the the kookiness. The yeah, there were no there were no crazy characters. The little the little Asian dude. Does not show up in this movie, and he should have. No, yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. He should have been the the, yeah, the Mongolian guy from Uzbekistan yeah. or something. Yeah, there's Asians. There's Asian looking fellas in. Isn't Kazakhstan part of Asia? Yeah, yeah. it's Eurasia. Yeah. See, yeah. yeah, this is this is a lot of white guys. I mean, it's Russia versus U.S. There's white. Only- but, but did you see the cameo at the beginning in the fucking uh, uh, tower? No air traffic controller, it was fucking the Ghostbuster. What? Yeah. Which Ghostbuster? Harold Ramis? No, the black one. Ernie Hudson? Yes. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it was. I would have noticed. I'm like, wait, who is that? At first I thought it was a guy from Die Hard. I'm like, well, now, no, that that's ironic. it's a recognizable character actor. It it's, was not Ernie Hudson. It wasn't? No. Because well, I know who you're talking about. The guy at Ramstein. Right Yeah Yeah No that wasn't Ernie Hudson Oh shit Who was it then Let's see There's a lot of like Character actors in this movie Yes There like, is they were all there Yeah Hmm Yeah it's like a who's I'm trying who. to think of something else The dude is in But it's No it wasn't It wasn't Big Earn <laughs> Big Earn Big Earn McSee <laughs> Huh Well, I take that back then. I I trust your judgment over mine on these things. Yeah, it wasn't. Because I recognized him, but I don't know who... I I couldn't tell you who it is. Alistair Latham? No, it's not him. That's a different dude altogether. Also, the nerdy... the, The guy, the one black character that shows up in the movie more than once in the situation room he's in some stuff yeah i mean i feel that way about a dozen people in this movie. yeah like hey look it's that guy that mm. guy was in everything yeah i don't know it didn't ruin my childhood that no, was it was i enjoyed watching it, it was, i have not seen that movie in 20 years probably yeah it's not on usa heavy rotation that's cuz everybody R- owns it on DVD. Yeah, that's right. It got saturated <laughs> the market about 2003. Wide screen THX Air Force 1 pre-owned 8.99. <laughs> well, I'm if I rent it, I'm gonna, it's going to be late anyway, so yeah. I'm saving myself $2 by buying this. And I'll buy SWAT too. One of the great things about the old uh the old digital revolution is everybody having it in their house. Is that me as Analog Man? Analog Man, <laughs> Told uh, the Grain is Analog Man. <laughs> uh, late fees are very minimal now. Because oh, I they, bet they got to fucking relax on that yeah. shit. Oh yeah, like oh it's, it's it's two weeks late. I don't I don't know seventy five cents. Yep. I'm sorry, for real. <laughs> you water dollar bill up and throw it at, throw yeah. it out and tell them to keep the change. I remember going in there many years be ago. Be blockbuster. Be like. Ah, uh, you are one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I guess I'm gonna go rent my movies somewhere <laughs> else. I'm going to Ivy. Yeah. Yep. I at one point in Ames, I owed so much money at every <laughs> single place. We couldn't rent. I couldn't rent movies anymore. You got blackballed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Yeah, that'd be bad. Like you get you get like seventy-five bucks in late fees at block bu- Blockbuster. You're like, fuck. So you gotta you go to Dolls, and they don't have a good selection at all. There's like two version or it's like two copies of a new release yeah like, shit yep so then you go to like the hardware store like everyone's renting oh man that was a crazy time <laughs> go to the tan go Get, to the tanning come and go tanning place yeah. they come and go oh yeah, yeah some of them the yeah. little plastic the little da- things da- yeah take the little yep. badge off yeah oh, yeah it used to be it went from boxes to badges yeah to a red box yeah I rented so many movies and v- vcrs from grocery stores yep <laughs> You get that big box. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. And everyone was like, we're jumping on this bandwagon. We Do we have a five-foot by five-foot square spot? Yeah. We can stuff a bunch of movies. In? <laughs> yeah. We're getting on the revolution. Yeah. And then you didn't have to go somewhere else. Nope. And it, it made a difference. And then the movie that you wanted wasn't there, so you're like, I guess I'm buying it. Or, yeah, if you're locked out of renting, it's still shame shamefully buy a couple of things (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah the good old days I guess now are the good old days as far as that goes not for me (laughs) analog man I like people think so yeah what was I gonna say that I'm, I'm messy I'm messy and I do things late I'm always late you you work on your your schedule. Yeah, I don't I don't uh, return things. <laughs> I don't do things I'm supposed to do. That's great. And my yeah, some of my ex girlfriends are like, you know, you got. I'm like, this isn't part of like. This is from birth. Yeah, this is hard. This is <laughs> yeah. hardwired. This is not something new. This is just part of me, and I apologize. <laughs> don't lump it into something else <laughs> that it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a separate thing it's a, a completely it's a separate, separate n- thing module yeah plugged into the, the mainframe. <laughs> yes yeah so to speak yeah like it's not this is this was before i was depressed <laughs> <laughs> uh yep did you have to, no you did you you do own this one right yeah this is the second time you watched it yeah yeah in 19 years oh, they, they probably have a Blu-ray of that right I don't know I, uh, I mean I'm sure there is a Blu-ray of it but if I went to rent it at Video Warehouse they probably wouldn't have it hmm. anything over like 6 years old they don't have a Blu-ray of huh. unless it's huge Oh, that yeah right yeah. they did have Rambo or First Blood they did have Superman hmm. all the Star Wars Indiana Jones they got those Classics, not the shit shows that we watch. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. We don't watch that many shit shows. No. Uh-uh. Mannequin and Inner Space. <laughs> and a handful of <laughs> other ones. <laughs> one Crazy Summer. Yeah. I love. I enjoyed that very much. That's a movie I, I feel like I want to watch again soon. I'm going to watch Better Off Dead again before I watch that again. Yeah, we'll, we, we'll have to do that one, too. What was the director's name? Um uh, Wild Wolf, Stone man. Cold Randy Savage, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Savage, Stone Sat Randy Randelson, <laughs> Savage Steve Holland. Ooh, good job! Yeah. I just I picked my phone yeah. up and it came to your head. Good job! Fuck yeah! yeah. Want we'll to think about that one? Do you see they're going to redo Little Shop of Horrors? What? And the news came out last week. Uh, we have not discussed this yet. The they're they think they may have found their dentists for the new one. Who? You'll never guess. Okay, I'll give you a hint, and it's not really going to help. Someone from the MCU, a major player from the MCU. A major player from the MCU. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It's gonna be the a. dentist. Chris Hemsworth. It's a good guess. He does a lot of comedies. And he would. Yeah, he does. Chris Evans. What? Yeah, Captain America. That is bizarre. That is. Are they going to do the same songs? I yes, it's it's based off the last movie. I can't imma- they they would be insane to make. Everyone loves those songs. Yes, I love that movie. I love all the songs. And I would keep threatening to do that one, too. Yeah. We man talk about singing. <laughs> oh yeah. It'd be weird. I might have to start drinking again if we do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Get your put your singing shoes on. <laughs> I think Scarlett Johansson's gonna play. Oh, that's Audra. perfect. She's a wonderful singer. I Can't remember who else, but but yeah, they're like who's they're, gonna they're be going uh, Seymour, Kreilborn. I can't remember. Oh, I don't think they decided on that. Okay, uh, I think that uh, Taron Egerton maybe. The <laughs> but it, but there was a list of people. and They didn't really seem to have that nailed down. Yeah, I hope it's not. I mean, I got nothing against that guy, but at least Rick yeah. Moranis was actually like a little nerdy dude. Yeah, it yeah. needs. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, who'd ever do it better than him? Ugh. He has being DJ Qualls back in or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we don't really want that dude. Yeah. though, so yeah. it's cool. <laughs> yeah, there's not really a Rick Moran. well, uh, Michael Sarah maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's he might be a little too timid. Actually, he would be pretty fucking good. Wonder if he can sing. He sings in uh super bad in that part when he's being forced to and he doesn't sing great but oh yeah (laughs) all right all right there you have it all the movie news you can use (laughs) (laughs) uh we got another podcast called no sleep check that one out yep at your local uh you can rent it at uh, i think at grocery stores where you can find your vhs tapes. Yep. you got no sleep there too yeah if you're ever renting a vcr <laughs> be sure to check out <laughs> no sleep colon the podcast there's also two no sleep podcasts make sure it's the one with colon the podcast the cool one yeah um childhood not ruined nope this one goes on the good side it does not by a large margin, not not in very large margin. Tell them large margin sent ya. <laughs> But yeah, Air Force One. Well, they sh- no, they. No, I they, think I liked it more than you. You did, but but I didn't hate it either. I just it was a little too straightforward. I w- I was hoping for some curveballs, but it's okay. Like hmm. they could have. I, I would like them to have combined Air Force One with a movie Airplane. You know, yeah, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> real interesting. I'd like to see an ultra-violent spoof comedy. <laughs> Did, uh, Although Evil Dead has kind of been there in some ways, but it it was paranormal, so it's not exactly. Were the or the Hot Shots movie that violent? there's pretty no. much Looney tunes style yeah. violence, right? Yeah, yeah, you're like, we're talking like brains brains exploding out the back yeah. of the skull. Yeah, yeah, but then also like boobs. Yeah, and like people being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds fun. Nice sight gags. Yeah. I like that. Me too. Air For- so we call it Air Force One exclamation point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. New movie idea. Mm-hmm. We'll call it Air Force One. There we go. It has to have the exclamation point, though. And then it's Air Force One tied up in a knot on the poster. Yep. Perfect. All right, man. Damn. All right, guys. You heard it here first. We did. Earth Force, exclamation point. <laughs> We're going to go write that right now. And we'll uh, see you guys next time, right? Yeah. Anything else to announce? Uh, I'm Tom McGrain. I'd like to announce that I am Alex Carter. This has been Let's Ruin Our Childhood. See you next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.